0: This is the Sooner Sports Podcast. Your all-access pass to Sooner Sports. The Sooner Sports Podcast is presented by Allstate. Are you in good hands? And by Riverwind Resort. Riverwind Resort, the place to be. Oh, mama! What a play! Now, here's your host, Chris Plank. Hey, all right. Welcome into the Sooner Sports Podcast. We call this the tailgate. Though, in all reality... Our weekend fun in Sooner Sports has already kicked off on what's been an incredibly busy week. Thanks to Jessica Cootie for joining us early in the week to talk about the Sooner Choice Awards. We'll hope to catch up with Toby Rowland maybe early next week. He got a a little busy to join us today. But we already have one game in the book. And as we tape this, the Oklahoma Sooners are celebrating yet another Big 12 championship after knocking off Oklahoma State in Game 1 of their softball series in the Bedlam series Wednesday night in Stillwater. Into right field, a base hit, scoring easily is Arnold. Here comes Mendes the throw is offline she'll slide in for the run, and Oklahoma's on top 3-0 on a two-run single by Follet of View. One pitch, ground ball to second, could be two. Clifton will tag the runner, throws to first, double play! Are you kidding me, CC? Oklahoma turns two and ends the threat. 2-2, swing and a miss, strike three! The Big 12 championship will stay in Norman for the sixth straight season. Oklahoma beats Oklahoma State 3-0. We'll celebrate with Nicole Mendez coming up here in just a bit. It's going to be a rather quick edition of the Tailgate and the Sooner Sports Podcast here today. But the Oklahoma Sooners now sit at 45-8 and overall. They're 15-1 and in Big 12 play, and they have now won an unprecedented six straight Big 12 championships. Now, prior to this current run by Oklahoma, no team in league history had even won three straight conference crowns. With their sixth straight league crown, the Sooners are currently now owners of the second longest active regular season conference title streak in the nation. North Dakota State has a chance to match that in the summit. Michigan has won nine straight Big Ten championships, which is pretty incredible for Hutch and her crew in Wolverine country. But they're in trouble this year, and it looks like Minnesota may claim the Big Ten championship. So now the Sooners have won 10 Big 12 regular season titles and four Conference tournament championships. So that means the 14 combined championships are the most in league history by a rather wide margin. Texas is second on that list with eight, Nebraska is third with six. And oh, by the way, as we tape this, we're preparing for Game 2 of this series. Rather unique, not just with the Wednesday start, but one game in Stillwater. We come back to Norman for the Friday game. Then we go back to Stillwater for the Saturday game. The Sooners are in the midst of a stretch in which they have won their past 42 regular season Big 12 series. And by the way, uh, all credit to our buddy Carl Anderson for all these great notes on Sooner softball, but this is pretty incredible. Since the start of Big 12 play in 1996, OU has the best all-time win percentage in conference play at 781. The Sooners are 305 and 85. Texas is a distant second at 637. So the Sooners will head into the Big 12 championship tournament next week. As the number one seed, and for those who aren't familiar with how the tournament is going to play out, seeds one, four, and six will be in what is called Pool uh, pool A, and seeds two, three, and five will be in Pool B. As it stands right now, it looks like Oklahoma will be in a pod, if you will, in a pool with themselves, obviously, Texas, and either Texas Tech. Kansas, or Iowa State. So uh, a lot to still be shuffled out between those bottom three teams because somebody is being left out. Kansas and Iowa State are playing each other starting on Friday night. Meanwhile, Texas Tech's season in the Big 12 is done at 4-14. and 14. So uh, it's either Texas Tech, Iowa State, or Kansas, but we know this for sure. They'll be seeing Texas in the Big 12 tournament. So, with uh, all the kudos being handed out, obviously there's still work to be done. We had a chance this week on the spotlight to talk with Sooner standout Nicole Mendez, who has absolutely been on fire for the Sooners since entering into the starting lineup. What's freshman season been like for you? What's this progression been like in joining the starting lineup? Oh
1: my goodness. Freshman <laughs> season has been a roller coaster ride. It's been highs and lows and in- Definitely, I've learned a lot, and I've matured a whole lot, and not just on the field, but off the field. And What
0: what, what was the patience level, though, like? Because as I brought up, you weren't in the starting lineup to start the season, but you you wanted a shot. You wanted your opportunity. It's not like you were saying, I'm a freshman. I'm going to wait. But what was it like (laughs) to kind of bide your time and wait your turn?
1: Um, That's funny that you say that because, actually, uh, since I didn't start right away, it was just kind of, I'm going to put my work in. And whenever I get a shot, I'm going to make the most of it. But I kind of wasn't expecting to start as much as I have been. And I just kind of put a lot of work in.
0: For you coming in, uh, obviously it's an adjustment from Mm -hmm. travel ball to playing uh, D1, playing in the Big 12. What has that adjustment been like? You were homeschooled Mm -hmm. and then you played competitively. But what's that jump been like for you to college ball?
1: Oh, it's definitely faster paced, for sure. Um, Everything's more bang, bang. A lot more double plays, a lot more throws out from home. Everything's faster paced, and it's something that it took a little bit to get used to, but I feel like in the fall, we kind of worked all the kinks out, and I've gotten a lot Better handle on it.
0: The softball team is a family, but you have an incredible family too. And mom and dad and Jess put together that feature on your sister. Yeah. You know, it's it's kind of uh, amazing to think about how softball has really been a bonding experience for this whole family, hasn't it?
1: Mm-hmm. Definitely. We go on road trips together and oh, all the stories. I could tell you so many.
0: I-, I had to laugh though. I think our my favorite story from the oh, feature. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> this is good. This is not a problem. I think my favorite story from the feature that she did uh, on mm-hmm. your sister who is uh, who is deaf and she's unable to, to hear, but yet mm-hmm. you guys communicate through sign language, is that when you guys would get mad at each other, you just close your eyes, right? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but she's your biggest fan and your family's your biggest fan. Mm-hmm. So what does that support mean for you? And what is it like to have a, a home structure like you have and people that travel and support you everywhere you go? In fact, they were in lovely this past weekend.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, it means so much to me. Um, sometimes I'll get a little homesick and whenever... They come out to games. It's always good to see a face from back home. And they've done such a great job bringing me up. And so whenever I do get to see them, it's just a big thank you and always happy to see them. OK,
0: so we've talked about the patience. We've talked about the waiting. We've talked about being a freshman. But what clicked? When you got into the starting lineup, there wasn't like this, OK, I've got to get a few at bats. It seemed like things just clicked right away. Nicole, what, what clicked for you?
1: Um, I would say I had been putting on a lot of work extra time uh, additionally to practice and i just kind of felt ready it was more of a mental thing for me at the beginning i had a couple chances and i didn't do so well but <laughs> i just practice and I just kind of made the decision, next time I get my shot, I'm going to go out and give it my all.
0: Is there anything you can't do? Let's see, hit for power, you can lay down a bunt, you can steal bases, you can pitch. I mean, what What do we have to add to You, you got to do some base coaching or something? Right, can you catch? I, I cannot it's, catch. Okay. I
1: No, I tried one time and I never did that again.
0: What uh, What about this team? You know, obviously there were some struggles at time early this season and I think it was a, a squad that was trying to find its identity, mm-hmm. but we talked about you personally clicking. What do you see in this team dynamic in a squad that's really played well recently i think we're on 42 straight series in big 12 playing which this team hasn't lost a series but in general you guys have been great on the road you've been great at home this year what's clicked for this team
1: um, i would say we've just gotten to know each other a lot better uh, in the fall it was just kind of learning how to adjust to college and so as the season has progressed We've gotten closer and we've started hanging out more and having little movie nights and stuff. (laughs) So we've gotten to know each other and understand how each people react to certain things. I
0: had a party for the seniors last trip whenever you held up Macy Hatfield's (laughs) room and surprised her. You uh, have an interesting challenge too in that you can be called upon to pitch at about any moment. So Mm. what's that challenge like to always be ready to potentially get the call in the circle?
1: I mean, it's something that I still have to learn and understand how to juggle with. Um, Whenever I am playing before a game, I'm going to have to go warm up after we hit, before we take infield. So I have about 10 minutes to get warm. And then every inning, I go out and warm up a little bit. (laughs) If I come in or if I don't, I never really know. But just being prepared.
0: Uh, and we're seeing some highlights right here uh, of you in the circle. You, we were joking about the Sunday game against Baylor and that you didn't even realize you might get called <laughs> upon in that game, yeah. did you?
1: Uh, I had no clue. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but it's, So how does that mindset yeah. then change going from being out in right field mm-hmm. or if it's center field when the shift is on and Paige is pitching, whatever <laughs> it might be. So how does that mindset change for you going from being in the field to the circle? Does anything mentally have to adjust for you?
1: For sure, definitely. I think in the outfield, um, you can kind of take breaks in between pitches and just kind of let your mind relax a little bit. And whenever I go into the circle, it's definitely go time. I have to zone in on each and every pitch, and I have to just think about the pitch. I can't be thinking about 20 other things. Right. So.
0: That's a challenge, man, because the ball's always going to be right there in your hand. Yeah, in yeah, the right yeah. field, you can rest a little bit. All right, a couple more, and then we'll uh, wrap up. First of all, was it intimidating at all coming into a team that had won a national championship?
1: I wouldn't say intimidating. I would just say a little exciting, but uh, challenging. I would say challenging.
0: And in that challenge, you kind of touched on it a little bit. That was part and parcel of getting this team together, right? Just developing that cohesiveness and that, Mm -hmm. I don't know, can I use the term team nature? Was that kind of a challenge at first? Because, again, you return about every starter on Mm -hmm. this team. But again, a lot of the leaders were gone. So was it kind of that challenge to just basically build that cohesiveness?
1: Yeah, it was. um, I actually saw on Twitter the other day, (laughs) there was this tweet, um, and it was talking about how teams every season, they have to rebuild, and they have to build new chemistry with new members. And I just think that's something that played a big role in it once we learned how to bond together and gel together and we learned each other, then that's whenever everything clicked.
0: Again, exciting times for Sooner Softball. We are sold out on Friday night in Norman. So if you uh, want an opportunity to see the Sooners and you feel like seeing them in person, you either wait till the postseason and it's looking good, at least to host a regional right now, and obviously some work to be done to host a super regional uh, if they can get there, when they get there. Like that positivity? Uh, Try to get tickets for the Saturday afternoon game 4 o'clock in Stillwater. short trip And obviously this is a team that you will want to see in person. Hey, wanted to wrap up with some good luck wishes, well wishes to the Sooner baseball team. They are on the road this weekend up in Manhattan against Kansas State. Huge weekend series paving the way for a monster homestand next weekend against TCU after that incredible, not just rally to win the game, but rallied to make their plane last Sunday for OU Baseball, who is putting themselves in good position to make a return to the postseason. Well, that's a rather quick Look at the tailgate and what's going on this weekend with the Sooner Sports Podcast. Congratulations to the OU softball team. Six straight Big 12 championships. Not too shabby, and they, they're not done yet. We'll see you guys back here on Monday morning with the Monday morning refresher and the game plan to get you ready for a busy week in Sooner Athletics. Until then, have a great weekend at Boomer Sooner, everybody. This has been the Sooner Sports Podcast. Make sure to get all the latest episodes online right now at Soonersports.tv slash podcast. And make sure to follow us on Twitter at OU on the air. (laughs)